The following is a Breaks Media Podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Beck Easy. Hi, everybody. It's your girl, Joanne. Hey, guys, it's Trell, and this is The Team. And we have our lovely guest today. Please introduce yourself. Good day. My name's Kirk Wesley. Nice. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming. We're super excited. We'll be talking politics this episode and we're going to get into it. How was your weekend? My weekend was excellent, actually. So I actually took part in a coat drive yesterday, winter needs drive in Bridgeport. So we were able to partner with a local shelter to get them a family shelter. So get children and single mothers uh, some coats for the winter. So it was pretty f- fulfilling. That's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. a good feeling, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, to it give was back cool. and it it's cool. getting chilly out here. Yeah, it, it is. It's freezing. It's awesome. Mad cold. How about you, Drew? Um, I had a good weekend. I don't even remember the week. Honestly, right. what we do last weekend? <laughs> Nothing. Yo, I was, so, I was, was sick as a weekend? dog Oh, yeah, you were sick. Week. Yeah. Like we went had to the chill. ER and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so I was out. For oh yeah, out. I was and I was low key last weekend, so it was a nice weekend. And then this weekend, you know, we've been celebrating our manager's birthday. birthday. Nice. So that's um, been a blast. Happy birthday nice. now! A lot of family and friend time. Yes, right. it was. It was really good. Too. It was really um, good. Friday we bar hopped in New Haven. Mm-hmm. Went to like four different bars, just mingling, and it was fun. It was a good time. It's a good time. Yeah. Nice. And uh, last night we had a a fest. Yeah. Smoky a celebration yeah. <laughs> cough cough right literally but yeah that was really fun just mad laughs we Y'all played we played um hands up to 95 gonna get and we were so we was it was so, so much fun it was lit. we were doing good but we you know really your good. girl and everybody have... played it wait what's Even that guys Back it's like an old like hand like, game we used to play like in middle school Gonna get oh, right. y'all remember that animals? We're gonna yeah, right now. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be our icebreaker, right? Up. All right, so yeah, let's do it. That's our icebreaker. We are sipping on some smooth red wine, keeping it low key. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Carl Rossi for uh, always getting us through. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guys, wait! Something excited ha- happened to me oh, what? <laughs> that we don't know until right now. No, you guys do know. And you guys have oh. been busting my balls about it. I got an iPhone. Oh, oh nice. How did I forget? <laughs> Monumental I, moment. Right. I finally transitioned yeah. from an Android to an iPhone. Welcome to the 21st century. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Right. Exactly. That's what you I thought you was about to mention your little mishap at the game. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Like, what happened? Oh, God, guys. But yes, due to... Uh, Certain circumstances, Joanne had to upgrade to an iPhone. Thankfully. And when she texted us and it was blue, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) everything happens for a reason. And they were so happy. We got to FaceTime her for the first time. Right. (laughs) Danny was like, I need to see this for myself. (laughs) (laughs) It was so beautiful. So, no, but listen, guys. So, my car got stolen and my phone was inside. But why did Rebecca? So, when I finally Mm -hmm. got my iPhone, she was like, praise. She was like, thank God for the robbers. Like, <laughs> like who, I said, everything happens for a reason. Who says that? Like, but they, it was so stupid. We were at my niece um, cheerleads for Hill House. Right. So we were at the game. So stupid. Joe had her car running to keep it warmed up, but we were all sitting in my sister's car. And out of nowhere, you hear Joanne like, what the fuck? Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. And we just see her car just drive off. <laughs> like, had to be Yo, like two young crazy. kids. Like, yeah. oh, we're going to get this car and murk. And then we couldn't even 
chase them because the band was just leaving. It was just like so, so much happening. Kids. It was just so stupid. they just jumped in the car and drove off. Yeah, they yeah. had to be like they were looking good at cars or something. I have to say that they, they were, were really they got out of that parking lot yeah. fast. They were really, really good dri- drivers. And shout out to OnStar because shout out to OnStar. Even though they were annoying, they were kind of annoying. We knew exactly where the car was because of right. OnStar. So shout out to me having a very recent car. Yeah, mm-hmm. I might have to add mm-hmm. that to mm-hmm. to my joint just in case. Shout out for me to me for schooling you on your car. Right. Mm-hmm. You ain't even that. Bitches always want credit. We call Give it my credit. We call it. We Give call me my and credit. Like, well, what's the license plate number? She was like, I don't know the license plate. We were like, oh, well, what's this? I don't have that. Y'all pray for like, Joanne. Girl. Pray for her mind. Yeah. This <laughs> is why I don't have kids, but you know, I'll get better with time. You get good prayerfully. It's how right. you learn. This is right. true. This, this is, is a learning experience. This is very right. true. And, and no, and it's funny because once we found her car, I was like, so what did we learn from this? She was like, not to have my car running. That's a big one. Don't leave money in the car. Yeah, I leave right. everything in my car. It was silly. No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah, the police were involved. We involved the police, The police was in the mix, too. This is how, because OnStar won't release information about your vehicle unless, you know, the police They won't give you the location unless, yeah, yeah, they have a a missing car report. Right. Because, say, you know, your husband cheating and you want to know the address to where your car at. Oh, okay, you're going to address. That would probably be, so I get why they were doing that. I get it, too, but it was frustrating. So listen, so we do after we found the car, the cop was like, so I was like, we should keep it here and wait for the person to come outside. I was ready to stick out. She was, but I was already scarred and I didn't have no time for that. And it was like, what, almost two o'clock in the morning by this point. I'm ready to go. The process process took about five hours. I probably could have got my car back in 30 minutes or one hour. That's what was annoying about it. It just was long for no reason. Me and Dom pulled up. Yeah, we was like, "Is somebody in one of these houses?" Mind <laughs> you, the whole time we at the car, like looking through the car, you with the police officer, I'm just looking. I'm like, "Somebody in a blind." Because <laughs> they probably right, right. Oh, they yeah. see us, they but see it probably us. was somebody on a whole nother street. They probably just parked yeah. there and oh, didn't even live on that street. That's true. Yeah. But all is well. All is all well. Is I well. got my car back. No physical damage. Right. You know, they just took some things, which is expected. But you know, I'm grateful, Amen. nevertheless. But yeah, so. all is well. That at least fun. you weren't in the car. This yeah. is true, too. Yes. And we're yeah. going to get into that soon. Yeah. So we have our icebreaker questions. Okay. The first one, Mr. Wesley. Most important from least to greatest. Okay. Your money, love, peace of mind, and family. Most important yep. from least to greatest? Yeah, like what's the... That's tough. All right. Know. So money, family... I should have put some of the right way. Um, let's see. <laughs> money, family... What's the other one? Love and peace of mind. Uh, man, least important. I would probably say out of all that, the least important would probably be money. Yeah. Um, uh, this is what hard. is it? Love, money. Love, money, and peace, peace of, of mind, mind, and family. Then I'd say, I would say family. Then I would say. Peace of mind and love. So love is number one. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. That is cool. This is hard. That's a tough question. It is. I would say the least for me would probably be money as well. Same. And the most important would probably be peace Peace of of mind. mind. Yeah. Peace of mind. So I think I'm I'm from best to worst. Peace of mind. Family. Uh, I feel like family and 
It's kind of intertwined. If you want to be technical and specify what kind of love we're talking about, then yeah, but... Right. Like, if I was with someone that I loved, it would definitely be peace of mind, love, family, and then... Money. Money. Yeah. Because when you are with someone, you're supposed to, you know... Yeah. Clink, move from your family. Family, right, right. right. Family shouldn't be more priority. When I think about love, why I put that number one was because I thought God is love. So right, that's the that. word. This is right. true, but I <laughs> also so good. when you think about yeah. peace of mind, I thought it's God is. I thought of peace of mind yeah. for God, yeah. so that's true. why. That was a good. Yeah, one. that was a good question. It was very, yeah, very yeah. good. Okay, what else we got? If God was one of us, <laughs> who'd he most likely be? Beyonce, Prince. Michelle Obama or Adele? Beyonce. <laughs> I think Michelle Obama. What was the other one? Michelle Obama. Beyonce, Prince, Michelle Obama, and Adele. Yeah, I would say Michelle Obama. Right. Me too. Because she has a balance. Mm-hmm. Overall, like, yeah. Like when she walks, like people like. Yeah, I like Michelle Obama. I say Beyonce because if you had to ask the world. <laughs> You're right. This is true. This is true. Because they. Visas. Right. Right. This is true. And then this last one enter goes in with our topic. How likely are you to cut off friends due to political differences on social media? A, never. B, depends on the difference. Would talk to them first. C, would unfriend them online only. Or D, friends get cut off every day, B. <laughs> <laughs> it all depends on... Um, I wouldn't cut off a friend because of their political views. Right. But I would cut off a friend on how they act day to day because of their political views. Right. I think that's a good answer. Like, I don't that's care true. if you're a Trump supporter. However, it depends on what you're saying day to day and how mm-hmm. you're treating people mm-hmm. because you're a Trump supporter. Right. Or it doesn't even Who matter. Who you are as a person, period. Yeah, it doesn't right. matter if you're a Trump supporter, but how you interact day to day. Yeah. Right. I can agree with that. Like, are you treating people mean right. because they're Mexican? And, oh, well, right. they, need to, they should just do it the legal Discriminating. Way. Oh, send them back. I you know what I'm saying? If you talking crazy online because of your, and your views completely, they don't align, and you just talking a little bit too crazy, and I don't want to see it, then I'm going to unfollow you, just right. so I don't have to see it. Yeah. But unfriend you as a person, yeah. Yeah. Not unless you're just a wild human right. being. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, period. Because I probably wouldn't be friends with you from the from beginning. beginning. Right. right. Yeah. But how you right. interact with people is the main thing. Right. And how you treat people, how you care about people. You know, how you love your family or love, like, your friends. That's right. what's important. Right. Like, I don't what care. I would I would talk to them first. Yeah. Because, um, you know, sometimes people online be trying to push, like, a certain persona mm-hmm. or agenda. Mm-hmm. So I would, like, talk to them in real life and then see what that conversation goes from and then, like, know whether I should just unfriend them or unfriend them in real life. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, yeah, like, what's this energy be? Like, right. Because you can, you can <laughs> yeah, be yeah, friends, like, I right. think, and have differences opinion. of yeah. opinions. It's true. But I have to ask a sidebar question, though. What about if it's, like, your significant other? Because I feel like that's, that's a tough. lot trickier. That's yeah, true, because yeah. I don't want to date anyone that's a Celtics fan. <laughs> oh, man. Politics. Jesus. <laughs> Same thing. No, but I, I mean, it's... Like you said, like some politics sets the tone for some people's aura and their mm-hmm. character and how they move day to day. So some of those things, you know, can be. And it all depends on why you view this. Why are you a Republican or why are you a Democrat? Because mm-hmm. like, if it makes sense, like you have valid reasons. Right. Yeah. So then I, so you would. Then you and know, I wouldn't cool. even say so much so as like the, the party that you choose to be a part right. of. I would think it's like what Policies you agree with. So like I'm not with the whole let's. 
lock up these little children in cages. Right. right. You think that's okay? We might not. Absolutely. Right. We might not work. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's tricky. so weird. It's how it's so crazy how politics like is a part of our lives. But we're gonna get into that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Joe, do you have a drop that line for us? I do. Okay. So this is kind of easy. Okay. What when genre I, of music? Rap. Okay. So when I die, bury me inside the the Gucci store. When I die, bury me inside the Louis store. All I want for my birthday is, is a, a big booty. Is that two chains? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know the name of the song. What's is it? Birthday? Yeah. Birthday cake. Oh. Or yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Good job, guys. It's your birthday in honor of birthday. our manager's birthday. Yeah. Yay. I'm proud of myself because I got it fast. Yeah, you did, and you got the artist, and you got the song, and you got the song we title. Trifecta. Look at that. We doing Teamwork. good. We did good this week. Trifecta. So, um, I wanted to talk about today. It's a big thing. What's going on? Um, our girls are going missing. Our black girls are going missing. Yeah. I've seen that twenty percent of reports, um, media reports are black black children. They're mm-hmm. not being reported. Right. They're right. not, you know, saying that they're missing. They're just not identifying them. And I yeah. think like people now are using social media to find them. Help yep. and like, you know, find um like the girl that was missing with the whole roommate situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that was so more social media like putting it Pushing out there. It. Which I think is crazy, but what yeah, they were saying like in like 2017 there was like 64,000 Black girls are missing, but we don't hear about you at all. That. Exactly. That's crazy. And it's really scary. I seen a video. It was a lady in Houston. She had dropped her kid off at school and her car had broke down. Oh, I saw that. So she was like, all right, I'm going to just leave my car here and catch a lift. And so she was like, she realized that the lift started going opposite of the of where route. she was going, yeah. And she was like, where are you going? He wasn't responding to her. Like, mm-hmm. he wasn't answering any of her questions. Ended up parking in front of a abandoned building. Some guy comes out of a truck, opens up the gate. And then he, like, signals the guy to drive in. And so she hurry up and got out the car and started running. And she, like, made a viral video, like, y'all got to pay attention, like, X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are saying, like, before you get in your lift, make sure that the child lock is not on Mm -hmm. before you get in. Yeah, it was scary. Little stuff you don't even think about. It was scary. Mm -hmm. She was like. At all. I don't know what could happen. Like, thank God I, because she was like, he wasn't responding to her at all. And then she just hopped out the car and started running. But that's scary. It's mad scary. Like the thought of, I think, who had tweeted it? Oh, my homegirl, Tisha. Shout out to Tisha. She has said the fact that in 2019, I'm worried about getting kidnapped. Mm-hmm. As a grown-ass grown woman, woman. right? Is scary. Like I had to tell my sister with my niece, like, look, I don't like her. like Taking lifts and, and stuff you know, back in the day, we yeah. used to catch the city bus at 15, right. 16 yeah. to get to work. She's about to be 17, so she's of age. But even like with the bus stops being so far. Because it's so, it's just... It's just, it's a lot. It really is a lot. Okay. And I'm like looking at stuff like, y'all not about to scare me out of doing stuff by myself. Right. Because <laughs> right. I like to do stuff by myself, but it's like now it's like, you gotta, you can't. Yeah. Like I can't. I'm going to continue to do something. You always myself, have to But have I a... just have to be more vigilant. So let me ask you a question. As a black woman, do you ladies feel safe? Do you feel like you're protected when you outside? <sighs> so when I go out and do stuff by myself, I try to go to places where I feel comfortable going along. Like, if I'm going to go to the bar by myself, I might go to a bar that's, like, around the corner from home. So it's not right. too far. Right. Um, and I'm not going to be at the bar getting drunk, you know, mm. and I'm going to pay attention to my son. So I think for the most part, I do feel pretty safe, but right. you just never 
No. no. I think, and like the little stuff they've been telling us, I, yeah. I can honestly say I don't think about like checking right. and making sure that um, child lock is not on. Uh, you would so. never think to think yeah. that. Um, I think demographics plays a part in it. Mm. Like if you in the hood and you screaming and something happened, the hood niggas that be sitting on the corner ain't about to let, let shit go down. You get what right. I'm saying? Like, I don't know though. But mm. now, and it's a day and age now where everybody's, everybody's minding like minding my business. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> so it's kind of scary. Like, but back in the day, you would never. You know what I'm saying? Somebody this gets kidnapped or something. The hood niggas, the hood right. niggas, gonna protect. Because nowadays they let get, um, women get beat up. That's true. Yeah, <clears throat> they just sit in my name business. So I do do things. I don't think I'm a very like, I won't say paranoid person, but I am very cautious Ob- and observant. So like when I went to go visit this guy I was dating that lived in Virginia, like I did a background check on him. I got his name, his date of birth, like damn near his social security number. Sent it all out to everybody. Sent my address. I had my location on my iPhone to my brother, my mom, and all them. That actually turned. It was another situation. <laughs> another situation. We were we were where in it New doesn't York. always. We were in benefit. New York. And we I went to the club, and her mom. We were supposed to take the last train back home. But I said to her, I said, I might stay out there because my friends got a, a hotel out there. We might sleep and then take the first train out. And so she's calling my <laughs> sister, Everybody. calling our friends. And he's like, yo, my phone is going sick. Like, Nell's calling. They, she said that my location said I was in a parking garage. <laughs> but it was the parking garage next, next to the hotel right, right, that we was at. I'm like, yo, when I say she called the world, she called the world. I was like, you got to chill. The next so I that was the police. <laughs> the next that was the police. It, she right. it would have been. In the car and it would have been. She had an answer. So. She's a real one. Yeah, so yeah. I deleted her from locations. I got my brother who has it, so he's good because she just be doing the most. Yeah, but I think yeah. yeah, we just have to take extra precaution because yeah. I'm not gonna stop doing stuff by myself. Right. But I think I feel safe. I mean, you don't be paying attention, bro. I'm not the you're best scary. person. You're scary. Yeah, I'm not you're the very best scary. person. I mean, I love to travel by myself. Yeah. I never like to tell people where I am. That's the scary part. Um. But I don't really do anything where, you know, this is ignorant. I don't really do anything where I can get snatched up. Like, But you don't know. Bo- but I know. That's why Should I said this just is... Ig- about the- I just said this is ignorant. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> this is ignorant. I literally just said it before you <laughs> Just like when we went mouth. to D.C. Like, she went bike riding by herself. Yeah. Like, and went and visited the White House by herself while we in the club. Yeah. Anything can happen. Which is fine, but, but I feel like Say this what is true. Doing. And I, I feel like I did to communicate, but I feel like I also feel like, you know, if it's my time. Yeah, you're very adamant with that. Yeah, I like feel like Yola. it's my Okay, that's fine, but if it's your time, we at least want to know where you were at when your time happened. Right. So if somebody so said, where was Joe? You, know, you said you might find her body <laughs> Dental at the records. White House. Like, <laughs> Dental records. But yeah, so I, yeah, I travel alone. Like, I plan to travel internationally alone. Like so do I. Year, just so. got to. <laughs> YOLO. Honestly. Because if you keep being in fear, it's like. You're never doing anything. Do anything so. Yeah. So everybody be safe. Do background checks. Make sure you have, you have yeah. your location. Do better than us, at least. Yeah. I tell than everybody. Me. Do better than, than Joe. Than Don't me. add me in that category. Yeah. That's true. Do yeah. better than me. Everybody <laughs> stay focused. Yeah. yeah. And even, like, walking down the street, like, I do like this. I'm, like, literally, yeah. right. people probably think focused. I'm crazy because I'm, like. And that I was taught that from, like, young. Between my, my mother told me that young. Like, when you walk yeah. on the street, like, you know, every now and then, check oh, behind you. Yeah. See if following someone's following you. Following right. you yeah. They be snatching up men, too. So they the men, do. Yeah, men stay focused, boys. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just be cautious. That's a very good point. Yeah. Don't let this iPhone around this phone and be so important that you on it and not paying attention not paying to your attention. surroundings. Right, right. Yeah. Anything else, Joanne? Um, no, that's it. That's it? For Hot Topics. That was a good one. 
That was a really good hot one. I like what y'all talking about. I like this show. Oh, <laughs> I like you. this show right here. This is one of yeah. our uh, prestige yeah. episodes. Yeah. I like and it. we only like yeah. touching the service. Right, <laughs> right, right. Okay. Trail, you rooting for anybody black this week? I am. So shout out to Mr. Rigaud. I'm not sure if that's the correct spelling um pronunciation, but it's R-I-G-A-U-D. A second grade teacher from Atlanta. You probably mm-hmm. saw him on um, social media. Um his freestyle Friday videos that he does oh, with yeah. his students, oh, yeah, his secondary yeah, yeah, students. That. If they get like an 80% or more on their weekly assessment, then they're able to showcase their talents at Freestyle that Friday. So and it, it. I feel like it's so cute because not only is it nice that we have a black male teacher, yes. but one who actually cares about his students and cares about, you know, the things that they're interested in as well as, you know, giving them education. Right. I'm just rooting for him so that he can continue to go on and hopefully touch millions more students. That's dope. Because it's so cute. I like when I it see is. like the teachers like actually like being creative. Being creative. Yeah. And, and using what the kids like exactly. to help Exactly. Being them where they are. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because sure. it was so dope. He, I was reading something and it was saying like some of the kids who that he had perform yeah. that week had previously had like really low scores. Wow. And then their scores uh, grew dramatically. Dr- drastically. So I think it's it's nice. Yeah. It's, it it's beautiful. It's motivating them. I hope a, a, a artist sees it and either visits the school right. or like you know does a. Did I see the clip with, with the little boys? Because the little boy at the end has some bars. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you should get a fire. Second grade. So I mean, you see him make it big down the road. But okay, right, I see you right. on the shade. That'll room. be cute if like even like if it's just a producer out there have them come to the studio and like record mm-hmm. some freestyles. That'll be so Because they have so right. many artists in Atlanta. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it just pop right. up. Right. right. Easily. And, that, and I think that'd be like a nice treat. Right. Yeah. That'd be a nice treat. Like okay. in, in the summertime mm-hmm. it's lit. Get the ice cream definitely, that, that will definitely motivate the students to do mm-hmm. better. And that's how I feel like whatever sure. motivates them to because yeah. you have sometimes you do have to give some kids some incentives True. to do well. Yeah. So whatever motivates Adults that too. Yeah. Honestly, so <laughs> damn right. The only incentive I got for work is that damn is check. That yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. But you be so needing it. So shout out to Mr. God. That keep, was beautiful. Keep being I'm so uh, right black now. excellence. Yeah. That's my soft spot. That's dope. Yeah, you know you love the kids. <laughs> yes, yes. So our you tried it of the week is actually going to be coming from Joanne. Oh, passing yeah. it. She this said, uh, pass, pass me the torch. Right. <laughs> so guys, you know, I'm in a new building this year and, every, and everything's different for me. The environment is so weird no one speaks it's like not warm and inviting I'm new I'm probably one out of three people one out of there's only three black people in my building um one's a teacher and two are paras so you know it's not welcoming at all so I sit in the office every day um I remember one day on the social worker was like move along She thought I was one of the students, but But not really because I had my lantern on and she sees me every day. Every morning she walks past me. So we're coming in for the field trip and she's like, move along. And I looked at her. I was like, excuse me? And I... And I just, yeah, and I was like, excuse me. And she just gave me the dumb stare. And the next day she said, good morning to me. And I didn't say anything. But in that moment, she didn't say, no, she didn't say, sorry, no. So I went up. So I, you know, stomped up the stairs. (laughs) And I I said something to one of the other teachers. I was like, do I look young enough to be a student? She was like, yeah, you look very young, but not young enough that I would mistake you for a student. I was like, yeah, definitely not in this Because what grades is this school you're um, at? This is middle school. So 12. Mm. No, I don't look 12. No. But no. was it dress down Friday? It was dress down. 
Friday. Oh, okay. So then there's no excuse. <laughs> no, it's business. And, and cat, it wasn't even casual. like she said, oh, my bad. And mind you, she doesn't speak on a regular. Right. And then now you know that you fucked up. Now it's, oh, hey, good morning. Right. Mm-hmm. It should have been, oh, I apologize right in that moment. Like, right. <laughs> it didn't always say move along. And they always do the dumb face. <laughs> like, uh, deer in the headlights. So oh, we yeah, had a district um, training and my old building came into my new school. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh my God, we miss you. We want you to come back. So one of the... Um, He's a part of the union, the head of the union. He was like, oh, she's not going anywhere. We love her here. And I looked at him like, like, are you you? sure? You don't (laughs) speak to me. Because I wouldn't know. And that he interrupted the conversation. You don't speak to me. You don't say hello. I walk by you every day. You don't say anything. And then another time I was talking to one of my coworkers from the other building and he interrupted and said some chimed in. And I looked at him like, how about you introduce yourself? to right. me and then you can you know barge into my conversations right. but you can't do that oh, when you never <laughs> have or i don't even technically i don't even know who you are right right technically and you just jumped in the conversation that privilege I'm telling right you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so the secretary says you know i think it's because you're black oh. i and it might so i was gonna say they don't see us right and i had my manager say this and she probably wasn't saying it like legit trying to say mm-hmm. like i don't see you Mm-hmm. But what she said said, I don't see you. Um, I went to them about, you know, just I'm coming to you and let you know something. And somebody can say, oh, I didn't hear you. And it's like, but I'm sitting here talking to you. Mm-hmm. You're right at me. Oh, you know, sometimes we be so busy. We don't even see you. Just like, I'm the blackest person here. What do you mean you don't see right. me? You're disregarding me. So I think yeah. that's probably what they like just are disregarding you. And they probably don't know how because there's only three of y'all in the building. Right. And you're new. They don't even know how to approach move. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. the white people are a little like right. socially awkward. I guess, like especially when we're in their presence, kind of like. Oh, we can't make excuses for them. Though. This is this is true. You know this saying? is true. But I think to change your mindset and for you to be at ease at your workplace, you might have to take the initiative. of, Hello, how are you this morning? I'm Joanne. I don't know if we actually I had met. to do that the first blah, blah, blah. day because the principal walked by me 50 times and never said anything to Keep me. Keep doing it. Mm-hmm. So the other, Keep doing it yeah. until they get it. So the other day I was sitting in the office and the principal walked by me and I said, good morning. Right. On the petty. You know, right. you know we do Wait, it. Are, are you a teacher? Um, I'm a para. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But you, you're still in the building. So yeah. like, I, I look at it like this. I look at it like this, right? The principal, vice principal, administration, they set the tone of what happens in that building, right? So if the principal is walking by you every day, I mean, like, you can't expect the secretary not to, like, ignore you. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, you can, like, always present yourself to them. That's true. But at the same time, like, how much... You're going to do that until, like, the the spring? Like, until... school school is up? Yeah, no, I refuse. You know what I mean? So, like... You know, it, and I'm pretty sure that the school you're working at services black and brown children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if that's their it's attitude towards you, you right. can only imagine, imagine towards the, the children. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think that there needs to be a, a, a different layer type of conversation around things like that. You know what I mean? Because that's culture. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's and that's, that's a definite fact. Like they are the head of that room or building mm-hmm. so they like should be leading by down. example yeah. but you, they should you might know have to write a le- you might have to write an email about that yeah i could just honestly my, um i know email. someone that's very close to the superintendent so yeah. it's nothing to put a bug in the superintendent's ear like this is what's going on in the building have him come do a little walkthrough right mm-hmm. but you know when the superintendent comes everybody's at, at attention. on their best behavior right mm-hmm. 
But yeah, so it sounds like that whole building tried it. So right. do better. <laughs> but yeah, do better. it'll get better. I think it's winter time. Once the spring is here, I'm kind of over it. Yeah. As long because my mindset is I'm there for the kids. Right. That's and, good. You know, I but you do want to have a pleasant yeah. work environment. I can as always, well. like I do, go run down to my old building in my lunchtime. <laughs> but yeah, it's so, unfortunate that it has to be like that though, because right. you want to go to. You're going there to service the children. Don't get me started, because like you know this. I, this all <laughs> this all ties into the it politics right. and mm-hmm. the yeah. stuff mm-hmm. like that, because it's like. You're going there to give the kids the best experience possible, but you can't do that when like, the yeah, because you're not in that space. So Mm -hmm. the kid's going to get like the residual of that. So it's not even like, you know what I mean? And that's true. Like whenever my teachers had like a bad day, I used to be like, she must be on her period because she ain't here tripping. Right. (laughs) Like for real, it's true. It's true. But yeah, it'll get better. We'll yeah. speak that into existence. It will. We're speaking positive things. Always. Yes. So we are going to cut to commercial break and we will be back to talk politics. Take a listen. What up, everybody? This is Scoop Grady. This is your boy, AB. Make sure y'all check out the Inside Scoop, the second of every Wednesday. Make sure y'all check us out. Yeah, man, we dropping this shit every other Wednesday, man, at 11 motherfucking o'clock. Please kill, kill, double fucking kill. All right. So we have Kurt Wesley here. Yes. Introduce yourself. Let the people know what you do in politics, what you're about. Okay, great. Well, first of all, thank you again for having me here. No, I'm really enjoying myself. Um, so, yeah, I've been working in uh, politics for about the past 10 years now. Um, I work on, like, the uh, campaign side of politics. You know, so, like, I manage campaigns. I've managed races in about six states so far, um, mostly northeast and uh, mid-Atlantic region. Um so I started off back in 2010. I was a field worker. I started off as a volunteer on uh, Jim Himes for Congress's re-election campaign. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I brought a lot of people into the campaign to help out, things like that. They hired me as an organizer. And um, from there, I just had a really like knack for just organizing in the community. And I wanted to see how far I could do with with political campaigns. Um, Frankly, because um, I was doing races in Bridgeport volunteering. And literally all I saw that were like managing these races and kind of taking the lead on things were white people. Mm -hmm. Um, And they would come into communities like Bridgeport and New Haven. They get paid a ton of money to like give strategic kind of things for what how to organize black and brown people right so but they don't know how to and um right what i saw was what i saw firsthand was there was a race in bridgeport in 2015 um the former mayor joe gannum who had went to prison (laughs) for um you know some stuff Mm -hmm. with the city Mm -hmm. um he was running for re-election and there was the current mayor two-term mayor good guy bill finch um he was running against them but Bill Finch lost that election because they had all these top level, high paid white political mm-hmm. consultants mm-hmm. pushing the message of calling Joe Gannon a felon mm-hmm. every other mm-hmm. thing that they put out. And I was telling him, like, yo, you guys need to stop calling this dude a felon. Right. Like, everybody's in Bridgeport is a felon. Like, right, 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 right. You're connected to somebody that's a felon. Like, I'm in the barbershops. I'm right. Like, listen, you guys got to stop calling this dude a felon. Yeah, get right. down to what you're going to do for the yeah, people. Yeah, you know, right. but the they lost. Joe ran on a message of second chance and they lost. And mm. it was just terrible. And I said to myself, I was like, man, like, I can do this. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> Absolutely. I said, I can do this. So, um, but I just knew they wouldn't let me do it in Bridgeport. I, 
exactly where I was at. So um, I left and I went and did races um, in a bunch of different places. I did campaigns in Baltimore. Um, I did two races in Baltimore. I, I went to Queens. I did a race in Queens, New York. Um, I was on a congressional in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Mm. Um, I managed a mayoral in Atlantic City. Nice. And um, yeah. what I do after that, I did a race in Stanton, Virginia, which is like 30 minutes outside Charlottesville. Nice. So when that whole like thing was happening with the white nationals mm. there, I was like yeah. there during that time. And um, most recently, I was the um, deputy field director on Ned Lamont's campaign. Oh, so okay. I oversaw the statewide urban outreach program for his campaign if you guys know anything about that race the the urban areas is what got him elected yeah, so i don't right. want to say i got him elected right. but uh, you got him elected right. <laughs> ned holla at me you out here right so you, know you definitely are about. yeah now with your races do you pick who you want to work with or even if it's somebody that you don't agree with nah, you still work with them i generally try to deal with like people of color and women, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because those are like, I got into politics because I believe that in order for community, like, cause I was doing like community organizing and really like I was into education, mm-hmm. education equality and advocacy and things like that. But I started to really realize that policy mm-hmm. is what changes things, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So like you need to, you need to get people elected who have a perspective that can shape the policy. Right. Um, so, I work with like people of color and people that I feel like can push a certain kind of policy. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, like, uh, frankly, uh, politics is a white man's sport. Yes, you it know is. what I mean. Um, so you Grandfather know, the only did. white dude I've really worked with in the past like five years is Ned Lamont wow. because I just felt like he was a better choice than whatever else that was up. And Less I felt of two like I evils. Had, yeah, I got my like. I had got my skill up to the point where I could make a difference. Right. And like, I felt like I needed to. So I usually try to stick with women and people of color. That's awesome. And so we were, I was wanted to talk about the fact of, like you said, he was the better candidate out of, of who two was evils, there. Yeah. Like, what is your suggestion on, or do you feel like, for example, if you go and vote, do you say, oh, well, I'm not voting because I don't like either one of them? Or do you still vote? Um, I still vote. But I just try to find something, some type of policy or something that they believe in to to stand on. Right. And it's hard. Because I think a lot of times when we don't like candidates, I think we are basing it like off of their overall. Right. The overall person. So, yeah, I kind of would do the same thing. Like I have to pinpoint and focus on what it is that they're doing that. It's going to benefit me and my family and our future. Like, right. what can I find that is going to work for me? Right, right. I, I agree because, like, at the end of the day, somebody is going to be in office. Right. Right. Regardless if you like them or not. Right. And they're still going to be affecting you, your family, your income, et cetera. Exactly. So I'm, I still have to make a decision on these two people. Right. That's how I feel. Yeah, because you, that's how America felt for the last election with mm-hmm. Hillary and Trump. They felt like, well, they're both, you know, terrible. Right. right. So who do I pick? You yeah. gotta pick the the lesser evil. To, yeah. yeah, and everyone went towards this side. Right, but yeah, I, but that's I think probably because people didn't vote because yeah. I don't like either one, so I'm not right. gonna vote, which doesn't help anything. Right. So the white women, they went out and they voted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They voted for Trump too. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I don't want us to like, you know, listen. 
I'm I, I I'm in this game and I like, you know, it is a game. It yeah. is a game. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, white women are very interesting people. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> because like yeah. they um you know, a lot of white women voted for Trump. Let's mm-hmm. just put it, it like did. that. Even mm-hmm. when he says he's going to grab him by the pussy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You they know sure what I mean? Did. So, like, that's But to them, like that. that doesn't matter to them. Because mm-hmm. right. for them, it probably happens every day in corporate America. That's not the biggest and issue. The biggest issue is their that. money. Right. 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 Honestly. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. And then, so, when talking politics, of course, you have two different parties, the Dems and the Republicans. Mm-hmm. And you know how, like, black people automatically, go like, go Dem. Um, why is that or why do you think that or is there just like a historic thing that you know has kind of trickled down like you hear your mother say it so it's like oh okay well I'm gonna go with what she said yeah so I think that like historically that's like a recent thing mm-hmm. you know when you look in the context of like American history that's right. like a recent thing mm-hmm. like that you, that happened like around the civil rights movement mm-hmm. um, after JFK was assassinated uh, Lyndon Johnson if I'm not mistaken became the president right. and he pushed forward like the Civil Rights Act mm-hmm. of 1965 and mm-hmm. the Voting Rights Act so like that was like before that though like Republicans were like the party of, you know, that were like pushing progression of like black people in America. Mm-hmm. Um, Republic, like Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. Right. Um, so, Emancipation and listen, right. So I'm, I'm not saying that like, you know, it's right or wrong, Democrats or Republicans, whatever. I'm just saying that since that time right. in the civil rights movement, um, the Democrats have been able to craft a message that has become more appealing right. to mm-hmm. people of color and black people um, and have framed it around the fact that they're the party that passed these laws, like, right. you know, from the civil rights movement. I do think that the Republican Party hasn't done a good job in branding itself in a way that is appealing to black people. Right. Um, and I think that, you know, it's contextual, yeah. you know, because, uh, you know, a Democrat in the South, you know, is a Republican up north. Right. Absolutely. You feel me? <laughs> right. Like I've done a I did a race in Virginia where the Democrats down there, they wanted to keep the statues up. The 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 high school was Robert E. Lee High School. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So like they wanted to keep the Confederate uh monuments right. up. Mm-hmm. Democrats. So like it's all about context and like how you view, like you, you guys talked about like finding a, a common ground mm-hmm. with a candidate. You right. know what I mean? That could be Democrat or Republican. Right. Yeah. And I think that we pigeonhole ourselves as a community. You're right. Yeah, That's I agree true. with that. Because I'm actually registered as a Democrat, but like you said, I feel like I go more so on what the what the policies are mm-hmm. and what I can get behind. Right. And it's not always a Democrat, right. but I wouldn't classify myself as a Republican either because I feel like they're so like rigid. Yeah. And conservative. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's not me. I honestly feel like I'm probably a more liberal. of a liberal than a liberal. anything else. Yeah. Right. What does that mean, though? Like, that's such a buzzword, liberal. To me, I feel like it, mean, it just means... So if I had to give an example, I would use, like, the abortion thing. I'm not pro-abortion, and I'm not anti-abortion, but I am pro-choice. So I feel like right. that's the, the liberal in the middle for yeah. me. Like... Do what makes you happy as long as you're not causing harm to anybody. Mm-hmm. Right, Honestly. right, right, right. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I think now it's more so the people that have money versus the people that are still struggling. Mm-hmm. Like within the two parties too, it's like we want to tax the billionaires and the tax trillionaires. and tax breaks. Right. So that's... It's, it's 
money has a big thing to do with a lot of it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you got people that's trying to keep their money, and it's people that don't have enough to live. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just mixy in that aspect. Do you agree? Yeah, but here's the thing about it too. Like, like Democrats trying to keep their money too. It's true. It's <laughs> you true. feel me? So there, there yeah, are they, there are rich Democrats that are true. trying to keep their money too. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, if you look in Connecticut, like, I live in Fairfield County. There's a lot of money people mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Greenwich, Greenwich and all those places. And, yep. and a lot of them are Democrats. And the cost of living here is so high. They yeah. trying to keep their money, too, though. It's so, true. like, you know, um, I think that, but also there are people with money who are trying to push progressive ideas and initiatives that like um like like what's the dude named um dalio like mm-hmm. the ray dalios and people like that you know this guy's a billionaire and he wants to push progressive and like ideas that are going to help to shape like the inner cities and things like that right. but he's trying to keep his money too right you know Facts. what i mean yeah so like i think that there has to be a balance right Definitely. that's why i asked what well, what's a liberal but like because Liberals want to give you everything for free. I don't. Be, I don't believe in that. <laughs> right, right, right. I don't believe in that. Everybody right. here is saying like they work. Oh, right, you know right. I agree. So like, I don't want to Too just much. give people. <laughs> yeah. like, this, you, you feel me? This is true. Is true. Um, America can't work on free things. However, in other countries like France, they make and do. They get free insurance. They like free education. Yeah, and it works. And I it feel works. like some things like we could come on. Like yeah. Come on, like why can't we get free healthcare? Right. Or at least cheaper healthcare. I mean, right. we're I mean, we're in debt. We are. So I feel like when the money situation right, when the money situation is right, I think then we can start talking about um free education across mm-hmm. the board. So that's true. So, like you guys were saying, as far as policies and stuff, I was looking through the candidates. There are 18 Democrats that are running for president, and there's Three Yikes. or four. Four. four One of them being Trump. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Running. Um, it's a lot of candidates to even, like, really pinpoint. I've seen a few of them in their policy. So, like, um, Andrew Yang. Mm-hmm. He So... One, I really like the candidates that are like out there going on the Breakfast Club yeah. and like you know being out there for us. Because other than like the Breakfast Club, I probably wouldn't have looked no, up. I would have right. waited until. But what he was saying, I was like, oh, okay. He said like in, by twenty fifty three, the black um, black people like we're gonna have like damn near zero income. Mm-hmm. Our financial mm-hmm. um, worth is gonna be at zero by twenty fifty three, and he's pushing to have um, the government have a base income yeah, of a thousand dollars yeah a thousand dollars a month per person mm-hmm. just so everybody has at least that right hey i mentioned him before on an episode a while back mm-hmm. that um a lot of some of his policies i do agree um with. agree with because he he's the one that had like mm-hmm. where he wants like the working moms to get like the stipend or whatever right tech is really <laughs> <I don't like laughs> <stipend>. <laughs> no but i yeah it's so many like i had yeah. i don't know i don't know right now what candidates have you been like eyeing and I really like Andrew Yang. I, I was yeah. trying to get on his campaign. Andrew Yang, howl at me. <laughs> I tried to get on you the Yang gang. Right. <laughs> yang Yang was yeah, good. Um, nah, but I love Andrew Yang. I love the um, the math, make America think harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that he's a very smart guy. I think yeah. that he's a non-traditional candidate. Right. He's a candidate of color. Mm-hmm. Right, um, right. You mm-hmm. know, I think he checks a lot of boxes in terms of like, 
just having the the business savvy and sense. Mm-hmm. He's running an extremely well uh, run campaign yeah. so far. He uh, raised a lot of money this he past did. quarter. You could tell him playing. <laughs> <I'm, I'm, laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, like, I know ra- your stuff. Hire yeah, him. Hire yeah, him. Yeah, he raised a lot of money the last quarter. Um, and he's able to really, like, continue to push his message. Yeah. Um, when you look at other candidates um, that kind of started off strong but are fading now mm-hmm. you can see he's really starting to like pick up mm-hmm. and that's really good mm-hmm. um so i like andrew yang i think the um the traditional favorite is probably looking like uh joe biden right now mm-hmm. you know um i got I, you know I, like i said i just got this thing about old white men we're just <laughs> discussing yeah. this we're, we're just discussing it. this yeah. yeah yeah um but shout out to uncle joe right yeah, uncle. you know like no, i mean that's i just want to be clear that that's what i call him yeah, yeah we do <laughs> We do. Yeah, I don't have. You're no right. Problem. I love everybody. Yeah, don't, but I mean, even like um, Bernie Sanders, old like white he's man, been a, a old white man, but he's been around for years. Yeah. Like, he has wisdom, the civil rights, thing civil rights, the, education. Right. He um, needs like a, a what you call it a um an ally to the black. Signed, folks. kind of what I want. Ugh, the words on to my tongue. We'll come back to it. But he needs yeah. somebody that can kind of like a successor. Yeah, he needs a right. successor. That's that's, that's, that's a true. great point. And I think if he did have somebody, like, it'd be yeah. Great. Honestly, I felt like if Hillary would have put him as her VP, I think that bill would have been pushed further. But instead of like going against him mm-hmm. and knocking him down, it just didn't work out for her. But I felt yeah. like they would have been a good ticket. A good team. Yeah. Yeah, I think that. Um, one of the things about politics is that like people don't know when to get out the way. That's one thing I've recognized and I've noticed. Like, people will run for something until they die. Like, I mean, listen, R.I.P. Elijah Cummings. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A great mm-hmm. leader, yes. a great congressman, yeah. great, like, Phenomenal. person. I did a race in Baltimore. That he's he's a god out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But um, he died in that seat. Right. And I think that a lot of times when people start to get involved with this stuff, they want to die in the position mm-hmm. and it doesn't for, it doesn't give people like us an opportunity. Right. Fresh ideas and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I like people like Andrew Yang because he's not a politician. No. Mm-hmm. Right. And being in politics, I don't like politicians. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know that's true. That's true. Yeah. We, we kind of, we kind of hear on that because a lot of the reasons you say you like him is the reason why he kind of stuck out to me, but I haven't mm-hmm. really been paying attention to a lot of other people either. Yeah. Yeah. But I always hate it. I hated politics. Mm-hmm. I loved As it. A, I hated it, and I always am like, I'm surprised. Like, what made you want to like get into this? Because right. I can, I couldn't stand it because it just always seems so childish and petty, yeah. right. and I don't like that energy. That's why it's so entertaining. Yeah. I don't like the energy. It just it made me cringe. So I never like. It's like you going tit for tat, like you said. Oh, you're yeah. a felon. You're a felon. But we're not even talking about the, the real issues, yeah. right. right? So right. that was the yeah, reason why I, I never liked politics. that. Like I, I honestly like I lived a whole other life. So what made you be like... Nah, I'm going to tell you what happened. (laughs) I'm going to tell you, like, and and I'm going to be very transparent. So, like, you know, um, when I was young... Huh? My book? I do? I did write a book. Okay. Plug. (laughs) Plug. (laughs) But, but, like, no, yeah, I, um... When I was younger, I got into, like, trouble as a kid, Mm -hmm. you know? So I ended up being incarcerated for a little bit, you know? Um, I lived just a different kind of life, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um, what happened was 
I was like selling drugs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And Obama was running for president. Mm. And this was 2008. And I remember like he was given a, uh, a speech on a race. This was after the whole Jeremiah Wright thing had mm. happened. Mm-hmm. He was giving a speech on race and I was, I was bagging up, you know, and I'm listening. Obama's in the background. I'm bagging up <laughs> and I'm listening to this dude. And I'm just like, wow, like this. And I look, I'm like, wow, this is like a real black man right. running for right. president. Right. And I mean, I had went to college before and all mm-hmm. this other stuff, you know what I mean? So I was just like, man, I got to do more with my life. Mm-hmm. And um, that made me go back to school. Like Obama inspired me to just want to go back to school, like really just kind of get like going. And then I met Jim Himes, the congressman. I was doing like uh, some campus organizing and stuff. I started a student club and Jim Himes had just got elected with the Obama wave in 08 Mm -hmm. and he was a first term congressman and I invited him to the school and he came and he was just mad cool like you know he was a really cool dude and I was like I mean I hated politics I hated politicians all that but Jim Himes was a cool dude right you know and um I was like man I want to help Jim Himes right 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 and that and that's how I got on the campaign and it was just like I fell in love with campaigns and then it just led me to be doing this kind of stuff. That's but I, it, yeah. I just think it's important for like, along the way I've learned it's important for people like us. Mm-hmm. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast because you guys Absolutely. have such an amazing platform. Mm-hmm. And like, we got to like make sure that our people are like engaged in this kind of conversation. Right. Absolutely. Because like white people are having this conversation at their dinner table. Every day. Right. On a <laughs> regular. It's the norm. Yeah. Every day. That's why they'll walk past you in school mm-hmm. and like not like. Acknowledge you know me. I mean? Because mm-hmm. they, you know, they don't, they don't care. It doesn't. I don't matter. Yeah, so. But that story right there is expiring as fuck. It right. is. And it's like. All, it's like I, so recent. To, not to say the F word. <laughs> I'm a little teary eyed. Because I'm like. Because yeah, it's like. Yo. No, nobody would think like you know what I'm saying. You don't judge a book by its cover. cover. But to have that experience, but like yo, like, humble I was beginnings, in the same right situation oh, yeah. as you. But you know, you could yeah. come out of it, and, and it's a fairly recent right. thing. And you've made so many strides already. I think that's awesome. That's Thank that's you. amazing. Uh, God awesome. is good. God he is, good. is. So, what policies do you guys want to focus on within these candidates? Like, what policies are most important to you? Um, I'm a Ugh. I was going to say two things at once. Um, immigration mm-hmm. yeah. and also education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so depressing, like, seeing these kids, eighth grade, don't know how to read. Mm. No funding in the schools. The teachers are working hard, but they're not getting paid. It's it's so sad. Mm-hmm. to Like, I don't know what to do to help someone that can't read. Right. Like, your parents are not trying to help you develop skills that you need in life like and how, sometimes the parents can't right they working it's, and it's so sad like yeah. they need more funding yeah yeah i think um for me the mass incarceration thing is big mm-hmm. like you're legalizing weed in damn near every Every, state, but you got people that's still in jail 20 years plus yeah yeah selling weed like y'all need to say all right let's get them out like that's a big thing for me yeah um, yeah, I agree. Cause you got you probably got so many like people money. that can be like great ass- assets to our community, community. but they behind mm-hmm. bars for right. silly stuff. It's true. But same thing for me: the mass incarceration, education, the economic inequality, and healthcare. 
Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Both those things for me, um, education and uh, criminal justice reform. Mm -hmm. I think that those two things are like hand in hand. Right. Like, as you said, um, you know, you can't do something for a person that can't read. Right. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, literacy is like at an all time low in our community. Mm -hmm. And prisons are built off third grade reading scores. Mm -hmm. So like if, if we if we're not like properly educating our children, that's going to automatically lead to incarceration. That's the school to prison pipeline. So I think those things are like very important to our community. Definitely. Definitely. And I want like people to start pushing more like trades. Yeah. We only have two trade schools, Eli Whitney. And then the one in Milford was Platech. Like that's it. Other than that, you got to go to Job Corps, and Job Corps scene is like, oh my it's god, like yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But my brother, but went, you can go there. If, I can go there if I wanted to. It doesn't yeah. have anything to do with my brother. Just didn't like the atmosphere of Hill House. There, he got to wear a un- uniform. He did what he got to do, need to do, and went home, learned a trade. It was a Yale student there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to the university and of learning course. a trade there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's smart. That's smart. It is That's smart. smart. Yeah. So utilizing like your resources that within the education yeah. thing too, because you know everybody not pushes everybody college. is made out to go to college. Yeah, yeah. Right. that's true. I think culturally we just have to kind of shift the idea and like how we view education. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that sometimes people think that if you know you don't go to the four year school or you don't like do certain like things that that's not successful but mm-hmm. like I definitely feel like there's non a non traditional route, mm-hmm. particularly like. Black people should be taken, you know. What I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Look at uh, do like Booker T. Washington, right? You know, he was he built a school that was based off of farming mm-hmm. and trades mm-hmm. and things like that. Yep. And um, you know, I think we got to get back to our roots a little bit. You know what I mean? And really kind of get hands on with some of this technical work because there's tons of money yes. in that field. Yeah, definitely. I think we. I feel like at least from where I'm standing, it seems like a lot of us are kind of getting on the same page though as far as education goes because right. a lot more people are understanding like I don't have to go to college to be successful. Mm-hmm. I can start my own business. Mm-hmm. And we got a lot of black women are starting a lot of businesses lately. So yeah. I think we are kind of getting on the same page with yeah. that. And it's so much easier to do now too. Mm-hmm. But it's having those classes in the schools. Mm-hmm. You're not teaching how to how balance, balance checkbook. checkbook credit score how to write in i've been cursive. seeing that going around on social media a lot lately like classes that they should have like financial literacy right and it, it honestly these are the things that we absolutely need adults yeah. need it too like add some like extra courses in yeah. or something but they should add those in why don't y'all start one i mean it's mm-hmm. nothing for the t- listen, like like y'all listen like y'all got a whole brand and platform right now that true. you this can do true. things like that so you you don't have to teach the class but mm-hmm. if you're like yo the team is sponsoring a financial literacy workshop um, we could bring someone you know, in you could bring, bring people, people in from in. a bank like is that Definitely. easy you know what i mean because yeah. we can't like start like one thing I learned working in politics is we can't rely on these people to do things do for, for us, us anymore. Absolutely. So we have to like, and it's always been that way. And um, we have to just con- take that power back in our own yeah. communities. And do it ourselves. Just know we just getting started. Right. Yeah, we got a we lot. We just getting started. We actually have a business meeting this week <laughs> and we got some things. You guys going. are doing great work. I'm really proud. I'm oh, very happy you. to be here. No, thank, thank you yeah. for accepting our invitation to come on and have this conversation. I think it's a conversation that needs to be had more regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and like 
like you said, like we got to do it. Yeah. You have a little po- a politics powwow. Yeah. Because <laughs> you got to know what's going on because it's true. at the end of the day, every every little thing that's happening is affecting us one way or another. It's affecting true. our children that, are, that we don't even have yet. Mm-hmm. So it's important but to I, be informed. But I think people don't want to go out and um, research the information. They don't want to so. watch the news. They don't want to like, like... You don't even have to. It's still... You can just... Google a few things. This is true, like, but people don't really want to do that extra to find extra out word. about what's going on in our country. Mm-hmm. And we got to change that narrative. Yeah. yeah. We got to make sure that that's something that's different. Right. We should be able to talk politics at our dinner table and know yeah. what we're talking about. Exactly. Like the white people. Right. We yeah. need to have the upper hand too. <laughs> Absolutely. And and this is what um I would definitely encourage folks. Um, we talked a lot about national politics, mm-hmm. but um, all politics is local. Mm-hmm. You know? So you got to definitely know that, know what's happening in your community, know who your local representatives are, your city council person. I, they call them aldermen in um, mm-hmm. New Haven, mm-hmm. who's your who's on your board of ed, yep. um, who's your state representative and state senator. Like next year is a presidential, but there's also an right. election for your state rep right. and your state senator. Mm-hmm. So you definitely got to like be in tune to what's happening yeah. in your local political scene because those are the, the people actually yeah, are they, representing they like direct. It's yeah. like direct and they're Some representing the it. I'm glad you mentioned that because you know Elika, he just got um, elected <laughs> for mayor yeah. and he's giving, giving his personal cell phone out <laughs> so people can contact him. So I'm about to tell y'all it's 203 <laughs> 500 Two nine six nine, cause he wants people. I was reading an article, and he's like encouraging people to let him know like what's going on in the community, what they need him to do. What y'all think about Elliker? All right, we so, there was a, a big side there. Like we gonna wow. see. We know. actually had we a discussion. We're gonna about see. this in the group chat it because was, yeah, because everybody's like down in Tony Harp or whatever. But guess what? Tony was in in the spots where you needed to be. It was right. easy to get in contact with her and say, pull up to this book bag drive. Right. Mm. It was. And go ahead. Yeah, it was. It was. But, but I'm still not convinced. I felt like she, she did those stuff because, you know, she had to say face. everybody do. This is true. It's so I'd rather you do it and say face and actually do it right. than you'd be like, nah. But right. Well, he's he, he's cell phone. He's saying right. he's. Putting it out there that he's trying to make sure that he doesn't leave our black community behind. The fact that you actually have to say that. Well, I guess, well, so what I'm, what I read, well, I guess there was a woman, a black woman who had came up to him as something and was like, make sure you don't like forget Forget about us because, you know, Tony was on X, Y, and Z. So make sure you don't forget. Yeah. Because the boys and the boys and girls club. Um, was, is shutting down, and that was on Tony's watch. Right. So, well, you, but they're they're really, they're back. They're not back. really, <laughs> not really. So the Boys and Girls Club is not a city thing; it's a yeah. national thing. So like, like in Atlanta, Quavo can say, "Oh, I'm giving a thousand dollars to right, the Atlanta right, Boys and right. Girls Club." We don't have nobody in Connecticut True. that's big that'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna right. give money to this New Haven Boys and Girls Club." The Boys and Girls Club never said anything right, to the yeah. New Haven at all. Tony and them was blindsided too because. Like they said, she was going to call on Yale University, mm-hmm. the hospital, and some other banks to help out. And Yelka by the end of that week, themselves. it was re- exactly. it resolved real fast. By the right. end of that week, it was resolved. Which means it could have been avoided. So you can't even been... blame her on that because that's a private, that's a, yeah. private that's boys and girls is by, by within themselves. Yeah. yeah. So, but we'll see. What, what do you ladies think about um, that Connecticut? The ma- all the major cities in Connecticut are being ran by white men. 
is wild. every major city. Right. And we talking New Haven, Hartford, Bridgeport, Bridgeport. Um, Danbury, Stamford, Norwalk, all the major cities in Connecticut. It's wild. That that's pretty that's predominantly black, black. Mm -hmm. brown people. But do we have the people running though? Mm. Are people trying to take these seats from them, or are we just and are well, they in, in the back? We had Tony Hart. So that's in what the I'm have We're Marilyn not paying Warren attention as as black people, mm -hmm. and I think the education needs to be out there. This conversation needs mm -hmm. to happen more because who really talks about at politics? least on the local level, like exactly. said, especially on the, on the local, local right? Because we have because to start at home politics? first. Right. Think about it. At least know what's going on in your, where you rest in your head every night. Yeah. We talking about B and J. Right. The only thing that's important to us is the presidential election. Right. Usually. Yeah. Which people, if people fail to realize, like any decision that the president is making has to go through all the, all the other people we need you to pay attention to as well. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, listen, here, here, here's just a quick blueprint on how like that could affect, like your local politics affects your day to day. Right. So. Okay, if we talked about Andrew Yang running for president, that's cool, mm -hmm. but that don't matter. Right. Like, right. like say I I run for city council. Right. right? I can run for I could be on my city council for like two years, three years, run run for state rep. Right. Now I got a little name, little name recognition. I'm a state rep. I got elected. Now I want to move up to state senator. Boom. Like now I'm a state senator. I'm right. in Hartford. I'm doing this, that, and the third. Yo, now I want to run for Congress. Right. right. Then I run for Congress and I become a congressman. Now I'm going to DC. Right. right. You're representing and us. And I'm on TV right. and I'm on I'm talking with the president. I'm on Right. Like look that's at Johanna Hayes. Right. Look at look at Jim Himes. I get, yeah. Like I saw Jim Himes. <laughs> look at Blumenthal. <laughs> I saw I was with Blumenthal today. Yeah. Right. I interned for his office. Like, and you know, these guys are regular people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It could be any. I just was about to ask you. No, 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 no. Right, I just was like, you should. He's like, nah, I'm good. But why not? I'm too real for that. Like, keep But look at Cardi B. Like, I think that the real and being real is what's. It is attractive. It is attractive. I don't know if I don't know if politics is ready for that. Like, that's true. That's true. As a whole, that's entertainment. Because good people don't make the best politician. This is, this true. is true. You know what I'm saying? This is this what is I've true. learned along the way. It's like, you know, because you can, <laughs> like, because you good, right? Right, mm -hmm. right. But in right. politics, you got to be a little cutthroat. Right, yeah. that's you true. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So, like, you got to know how to play the game. And you got to you you have a business it. mindset. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they said about JFK. Yeah. yeah, You got to run a campaign to win. It don't matter if, it don't, you could be the most masterful person, smart, whatever, whatever. But if you can't win the campaign, right, it, it don't, don't matter, matter what your ideas yeah. are. Right. It's true. You know what I mean? So like the most you important just start part small. of the campaign. <laughs> yeah. And like you got to be able to do a campaign where you might have to cut some throats like yeah. to get, yeah. get down to know. a nitty gritty. That's how Donald Trump won. I mean, listen, yeah. if you look at Trump, like Trump is wild. He's a wild dude. He's a wild dude. <laughs> but if you look at everything <laughs> he genius. did, yo, this dude, he he would, there's Tweet no corner he would not cut. Right. <laughs> there's no corner this dude would not cut. So it's if you true. look at it just from like a strategic mindset, this dude, and he has campaigned ever since he's been in office. Yeah. That's all he's done is run a campaign. That's it. So, like, and you know. it worked for him. Yeah, so I just think that sometimes in our community, we get caught up with, like, you know, the facade of it. But it's nuts and bolts. It's X's and O's. Yeah. And, you know, it ain't that hard. It's true. 
It's some very unsophisticated people who are politicians. People Absolutely. who could not pull this off, what you're doing now, right. are elected officials it's in this true. state. This is true. Big facts. Big facts. <laughs> so this was a dope conversation. It was. We, gotta we definitely got to begin. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thank, thank you for you. having me. For real. Let the people know where they can find you, where they can find your book. You can find me in the streets. No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here. I'll be out here. Real. No. Um, you can find me online. My um, social media is Kirk A. Wesley. Um, K-I-R-K, like Kirk, like Captain. So you could uh, find me on any social media platform like that. I got two people following me on Twitter, so if you want, you can follow <laughs> get his followers me. away. <laughs> we, yeah, we're gonna get yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to learn. My girl trying to teach me how to do Twitter. It's dope. <laughs> it's dope. It's a vibe. It's a yeah. vibe. And where can they find your book? Um, it's on Amazon. It's called Youthful Offender. Um, it's an ebook. Um, and it's just really kind of chronicles like my time as like a troubled youth, and you know, getting my life back on track. Mm-hmm. That's dope. It's that's possible, that's guys. That's a testimony. Yeah. Dope. So we don't have any church announcements this week. No, but stay tuned. But stay As tuned. Usual. We actually have a business <laughs> meeting right after this for a dope event that you all need to go to. But stay tuned. Um, you got a positive good. vibe, Joe? I do. I have a quote from one of our uh, former, 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 former. presidents. <laughs> the wine hitting her. Former. Ask not what you can do for your country. Ask what you can Ask not what your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country. Yes. Thank you for that. Amen. <laughs> a vibe. Mm-hmm. A vibe. Thank you, Jillian. Do you want to guess what former president? I just was about to ask which one. Um, I don't want to guess. I want that, you to that was JFK, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. You love that JFK. was a part of his inaugural speech. Nice. Yeah. Look at you. You know, presidential with your positive vibe. Well, <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Toodles. Bye.